Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer in New York City. I'm sitting here tonight at the bright red desk. And it's a late show today because this morning I just could not get out of bed. <laughs> I rolled over. I rolled back. I rolled over. I rolled back. And then my cat, Remo, got on my hip. And I'm lying near my hip, petting the cat. And I went back to sleep. And then my phone rang at 11.15 for my reading. And then it was suddenly 11.15. And then we had the busy day. So they all just left. I just had my aunt monthly party. And we looked at a bunch of new charts. And they all just rolled. And here we are, Blog Talk Radio, back at 6.30. Not forever. Next week we'll be back at the early time. And hopefully I'll wake up in time to do it. Although a couple of you wrote and said, hey, you know, you're more awake at night than you are in the morning. And I'm like, well, that is true. <laughs> I am not a morning person. So, uh, but anyway, here we are, November 11th, Veterans Day. Uh, thank you for all of those of you who served our country in whatever capacity, veterans as well as our uh, our hospital, our first responders, our military, all the people who make the world run a little better because they're in service. So what we do here on the weekly weather is we talk about the week ahead and what's going to happen. And last week, as you noticed, was a bit of a doozy. We had promised that because we were having the big shift happen uh, where we were migrating four major planets into new signs. And we also had a big old new moon in Scorpio on the world point, which is a pretty dramatic point. And whenever there's that much turbulence, and then there were two minor planets that shifted too. So this week, we kind of recover from last week. There is some stuff in the week ahead, but I want to kind of reflect a little on last week's energies, again, just so you're kind of thinking about it. And I did do a webinar on it so people can study it more. But what you want to do is pull your chart, and then we're going to kind of just do a little little quickie here. I mean, I spent two and a half hours on it on the, <laughs> on, the on the webinar, but just a quickie. I want you to think about the Sag area of your life, the Sag house. And sometimes it's two parts. You know, Sag is on the house cusp of your fourth house. That means there's some of it in third, third house, and then there's some in the fourth. And so Jupiter's going to go through this house. He went into Sagittarius. He's going to spend a year there in a month. He's in there until next December. And what Jupiter and Sagittarius do is he wants to make everything bigger. He likes to make things bigger. That's his job. He's the big guy in the solar system. But he also, so he wants to expand that house, whatever it is, whatever it's, wherever it rules in your chart, wherever it lives in your chart. So in my case, it's the ninth and the tenth house. So I'm uh, going to be teaching over in foreign countries this year, and then it's career for me. So this is an expansion year for me in my career. If I think back what I was doing 12 years ago, 2006, that's when I started writing my column and doing the podcast. Podcasts were I think 2006, column was 2004, and I go back 12 years before that, 2000, uh, or 1994, that was when I learned astrology, right? And I go back 12 years before that was when I learned programming, my other career, um, and sales. So we have these big shifts. So think about where it is in your life, because your chart's now going to want to expand that area. Jupiter loves being in Sag. It's so happy. It's so happy and sad. He's so happy to be out of Scorpio. And I was waiting for, you know, a um, a Me Too movement. And we had a little weird one with that Vol guy trying to say Robert Mueller, you know, hiring. He's 20 years old, right? And he hires, uh, calls Robert Mueller's former paralegals and says to them, you know, 
um, you have $30,000 in debt. We'll pay it off if you say Robert Mueller sexually harassed you at work. And they're, of course, like, what? <laughs> so they called Robert Mueller, and he reported him to the FBI, and yada, yada, we're off. I'm like, really, is that it? That's the only thing we're going to have? Okay, well, you know, I think there should be something else, but it didn't happen yet. But at any rate, it's kind of like the Me Too movement goes out with a whimper rather than a bang. I was expecting a bang. We may get a bang this week. We'll never know. Um, and then the other thing that happened was Uranus is going back into Aries. Now, he's going to spend four months there, two months backwards, two months direct. He's back to April, May time frame of this year. But he's also saying to you, wrap up what you began in 210, or 2000, in whatever you began in 210, eight years ago, when I went into Aries, I started a new cycle. And your Aries house. And now I want you to finish that up, clean it up, clean it up, so we can go into the growth phase, which we're going to start in March. So that's got a backwards feel. And it is backwards. We're cleaning up stuff, so we're going backwards, it feels like. It's also Aries, so it's kind of fiery, kind of mad. So we did have some mad stuff this week, people being angry um, and crabby. And, you know, that's Uranus and Aries. Then, the nodes of fate, which go backwards, right, backed into cancer, meaning they entered cancer, but they're entering at 29, cancer Capricorn. So they're squaring the Uranus and Aries. And they're going to be in cancer for a year and a half, and they're going to encourage you to grow things. Whatever you've been visioning since May of last year, they're now going to encourage you to grow. And, of course, May of 17. Uh, Comey got fired, which started the whole Mueller investigation, and uh, that was when Sessions recused himself from the investigation. And this week, Sessions got fired, right? Jeff Sessions, the the Attorney General. So we see the beginning and the end. Okay, he's gone. Now we're bringing in somebody new. So that's the backwards for the Cancer nodes shifting. We're out of Leo into Cancer. Then the fourth thing was there was a really juicy new moon in Scorpio at 15 degrees on the world axis, the world point. And and wherever you have Scorpio, that house is starting a new story, 15 degrees. The Cancer house is starting a new story, but at the back end of it, so if you've got planets at the back, they're really active. The Uranus, the Aries house, is cleaning up the mess, you know, just four months to clean the mess up and then you're off. And the Sag part is starting to grow and expand. So we're growing in the Cancer house and we're growing in the Sag house. We're cleaning up the mess in the Aries house. And we're initiating new action in the Scorpio house, 15 degrees. A lot of activity. I had a lot of people last week, all, all sorts of crazy stuff, people wanting to jump off bridges, people wanting to you know die and kill themselves, people writing me, um, and complaining about things, <laughs> and it, you want to kind of watch what came up for you last week because it's important for you to work on that now while Uranus is in Aries because it's taking you back. So in the case of you know some of the people that were ready to jump off the bridge, it's like, okay, you're ready to jump off the bridge or you're ready to walk into the sea and drown or you're ready to whatever – method you were choosing to leave but consequences of your actions don't do that you know you know think about where you want to go next because what it's energy is about because of the aries backwards is making us think what i didn't do 
well, you know, I didn't do that. It also, because it's Aries, makes it a little bit contentious. We did see the president kicking the reporter out, accusing her of assaulting someone when she tried to take the mic from him, which technically she assaulted him, but that's all right. Another Me Too whimper without a bang. I really wanted a bang, people. I wanted a bang, but whatever. Um, but I had a couple of people really react to uh, me, um, and I, you know, and I recognize when you want it, when someone reacts to what you say, and I, I reacted to a couple people too, and I was like, wow, look at that reaction. When you react to somebody under these transits, it's something unfinished, right? It's something that you haven't done yet. It's something you haven't worked on yet. It's something that the universe is saying, hey, hey, pay attention to this. So I had someone write to me complaining about the politics in my column, and I'm like, well, I really don't do a lot of politics. I mean, I use them as an example. Aries went in you know, to fire. We had the fires in California. All these people have been burned out of their houses. And I'm not using it to be mean to the people in California. Um, it's just what the energy is doing, kind of sudden, unexpected. They couldn't even get away. They were caught in their cars. That's the suddenness of this energy, right? And it's it's not to be disrespectful or it's not to say, hey, so I had somebody react to my politics and I said, hey, you know, the world is, the astrology is the world. When we look at the world around us and we pay attention to what we tune into, right, that's something in our chart. Like I didn't tune into, I didn't say, hey, you know, I saw it go by, but those two couple that got killed in the helicopter crash in Texas, well, there was Eurydice and Orpheus in the sky. Normally, Eurydice dies, but in this case, Orpheus went with her. They both died in the crash a couple hours after their wedding. And I, I didn't talk about that, but I noted it, you know, but I didn't hook into it. I didn't go research it. Whereas the Mueller, you know, the Mueller kid that was the 20-year-old that was trying to frame Mueller, that one I researched. I look at that kid's chart. So watch what you hook into. So, because that's the area that your your chart is wanting you to fix or heal or work on, and we are going to have this T square for a month and a half till January's eclipses, when we have the last eclipse at one degree of Leo. Okay, so you're going to have stuff come up, and when you got stuff coming up, you want to go work on it. So I had a woman get mad at me about, you know, the Me Too movement, people hanging it on their sleeves. And I'm kind of like, well, no, they don't hang it on their sleeves. It's just part of their experience, and it's an important part of their experience. And then she revealed she'd been assaulted a number of times. She'd been stalked a number of times. She almost got cut up and thrown into a, a lake, you know, or a reservoir or a Gulf of Mexico, whatever. I was like, and you don't think you're traumatized? <laughs> you don't think maybe you need to, like, work with this? You know, go work with it? This is big. And the answer was, no, I'm fine. Leave me alone. And I'm like, okay, well, you know how the universe works. It comes back to us and it goes, no, no, we have to do this. We're going to keep knocking on your door, knocking on your door, knocking on your door, knocking on your door, asking you to pay attention to this. So I encourage you, take the easy way out. Pay attention to what's knocking on your door. Whatever you're upset about, go handle it. Go work on it. Go deal with it. If someone makes you mad, look at what made you mad. And whatever that is, go deal with it. (laughs) Whatever you reacted to in the other guy, it's your stuff. 
this last week, okay? I mean, I reacted to a couple things myself, and I watched it, and I watched myself react, and I went, all right, I'm reacting to that, but now what's the approach I want to take to it, and what's the, what's the proper way, proper is the wrong word, but what's the way to heal it, to heal my reaction, right? To understand where I'm coming from a place of woundedness. Because in the middle of all this other hoo-ha going on, Chiron is there at the last degree of Pisces. So he's getting stimulated. He's saying, let's stimulate your wounds. Let's wake those wounds up. So I have one friend who's currently in the process of separating from partner. Partner has the dogs. And this little dog rushed up and tried to lick her. (laughs) She burst into tears sobbing and she ran away, right? And I'm like, well, you know, maybe you need to establish visitation with the dogs. No, 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 no. Well, there are her dogs, and she's, you know, you haven't seen your dogs in four months. That's a long time. And dogs are important to a Virgo girl, you know. And so what you want to watch, and you really, really, really want to be gentle with yourself and other people. So if other people are reacting this week, you want to say to them, or last week, because we're still processing. There's a lot of energy shifting, and it's a big, big shift. You want to watch what you're still reacting to because Uranus and Aries is giving you four months to clean it up. Uh, Chiron retrograde in Pisces is giving you time to clean it up until he goes direct. And Neptune, of course, is still going backwards until he goes direct. So we've got a couple planets, and they're all the emotional ones. So watch what you reacted to emotionally last week. And if someone reacted emotionally with you, that's something they have to work on. It may not be your job, but you can gently share. Maybe they should go work on this. And they might get mad at you and yell at you, and that's okay, but at least you said it. And then whatever you reacted to, you go work on, okay, because this is your stuff. And the whole idea here is we're getting ready for this whoosh of energy, which is big, and we really, really, really want to be clear. And remember, the messages of the heavens was the Orpheus message was don't look back, look forward, get the vision of where you're going, and focus on that. Don't look back. And then the other mission was the other message was that there's this huge change, and our job is to work with that huge change in the best way we can. And the universe points to us how to do it, and it says, go grow your Sagittarius house. Go grow your cancer house. Watch for changes emanating from your Aries house, making you rethink things or pointing out things that maybe need to be adjusted. And watch where you're feeling a little wounded because Chiron's in there mixed too. And so grow cancer, grow Sag, and clean up Aries and fix the wounds in um, Pisces. Okay? If you do that, it'll make it a lot easier. And let me tell you, this T-square going to keep poking at you. Poke, 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 poke. Venus is retrograde. She's filling out the T-square. Ceres fills it out this week. Venus is going to come back through and fill it out. And any plants going through, Libra are going to fill it out. But you also, if you walk into someone and they react to you, that's their reaction. But whatever whatever you did that triggered it, like I triggered this lady in the, that was raped four times and stalked and I, you know, just said, you know, maybe you need some therapy. (laughs) That didn't didn't go over well. But it also is a trauma. You know, it's recognizing the trauma and understanding that the place where we're deeply wounded needs to be healed, right? And that's our job is really reaching out, talking to each other, 
helping, supporting, encouraging, saying, "Hey, I, I get the I get that you're in pain, and uh, maybe maybe we can help with that. Maybe maybe that's a good a good thing to fix or to look at or try and do." And of course. Because of the shift, the elections haven't been 100% decided, which is part of the shift. Um, And we're going to continue our process, you know. And so our job is to kind of, you know, just be patient. Be patient with the energy. Be patient with how it works. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with other people. A little hard to do, I know, with the Aries planets and the stuff in fire. Don't be patient if the fire is coming. Get in the car and leave sooner rather than later. Um, but understand that we are in this very, very volatile energy, and it's going to continue because it's all still like hanging out with each other, okay? And it gets triggered again this week. All right, so it's Veterans Day. We honor our veterans today and tomorrow. The moon's in Capricorn, the people who served, Capricorn the government and worked for it. Moon squares Uranus, closing aspect today and Monday, uh, giving it a l- or, uh, giving it a little bit of a hard a closing energy. The moon is void in the morning, uh, void at 12.13 to 12.10.45 Tuesday morning. And Tuesday morning from 10.45 on, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, Thursday, great aspects. Moon is sextile Uranus. Moon in Aquarius, sextile Uranus in fire, great opportunity to get stuff done. Okay, Really rocking moon, really good energy. Then moon goes void at 10.58 p.m. on Thursday night. It goes into Pisces at 11.41 p.m., void for about 40 minutes. And then it's in Pisces Thursday night, evening, overnight, all day Friday, the 16th, the 17th. And it goes void at 3.04 a.m. with the trine to the sun. Moon in Pisces, trine to the sun in Scorpio. So Monday is hard. Monday morning is hard. Monday mid-morning, 10.45, gets easy, and then easy the rest of the week. Okay? Then the moon goes into Aries 10.56 on um, the 18th, Sunday the 18th. And it's going to be in there the 18th, the 19th, and then it goes void at 5.56 p.m. on the 20th with a conjunction to Uranus, which is either good or bad, right? So moon and Aries conjunct Uranus can be good, can be bad, but it's going to be something. Now what's going to happen as the moon hits that T-square, uh, and sets it off, remember the T-square between Uranus and the nodes of fate, it's going to f- set that off around 10 in the morning on November on Wednesday, November 13th. So that's going to be an opportunity to separate, to leave, to go. I have uh, one of my clients is having a divorce trial that day, so shout out and send her lots of love and lots of prayers. Um, and then uh, the next part is really easy. Uh, we have nice aspects with the Pisces, nice aspects with the Aquarius, and then when we get to the moon in Aries, on the 19th, we have another shout-out on the 19th and the 20th, okay, where those are a little more tough, but they stimulate again that T-square. Every time that T-square is stimulated, I'm going to warn you about it, because you're going to watch people erupt, you're going to watch people have a not-so-great day, but you circle back, say, wow, you looked a little excited there. How can we help? And if the fire erupts, you know, understand fire wants to burn stuff because it's mad, because it's fuel. It needs the fuel. And your job is to look at it and say, maybe you need a different kind of fuel than me. I, I didn't do anything wrong here. But you may find you're fueled 
in which case if you're fueled and the energy is leave, you know, pack your bag and go. You don't have to stay. Um, this week we also have Mars going into Pisces, uh, which he does, um, and that kind of shifts the energy. He goes into Pisces on the 15th of November, and he's in Pisces until uh, the last day of the month, the last day of, no, of December, December 30th, when he goes into Aries. So Mars now leaves Aquarius, which he spent an inordinate amount of time in this week, and he leaves Aquarius, which is kind of detached, and he moves into emotional processing, right? So he's emotionally feeling now. Our actions are going to be largely emotionally driven, and Mars, of course, answering to Pisces is answering to Jupiter in Sag. So he's looking for a vision, or he's answering to Neptune, and he's depressed and drinking. Okay, so again, go towards looking for a drinking, looking not looking for a drinking, looking for inspiration. Avoid the drugs and alcohol. Big opportunity to relapse this week. So kind of everybody go. Okay, I'm not going to relapse. I'm going to I'm going to hang in. We also have Venus stationing to go direct this week on Friday the 16th and on it's going to station and go direct. And it's not going to clear Scorpio until January 7th, but it starts to go direct and everything starts to feel good. So we have this Venus energy. Remember, she's been retrograde for a really long time. She was retrograde during the Kavanaugh hearings and the appointment and the vote. And now she's going to go uh, direct. So we're going to watch things reverse because Venus goes direct and Mercury stations to go retrograde. Uh, and Mercury stations the same day <clears throat> on the 16th to go retrograde. So the Friday the 16th is just a mess, okay? Because one's going one way, the other's going the other, and everybody's frozen. So just kind of watch, you know, whether it's a big old storm because the moon's in Pisces and we get a nor'easter, we get like a, our first snowstorm of the year, should be a lot of confusion and chaos on the 16th because Venus is stopped. That's Friday. Venus is stopping to go direct and Mercury is stopping to go retrograde on the same day, just separated by a couple of hours. And those are the big highlights of the week. We also have the moon occulting Pluto tomorrow, the 12th. And what that does is it brings up big emotions, right? So watch for some big emotional reactions and that takes place on Monday. It is Veterans Day. You know, I always go to the Veterans Day parade. It makes me cry. Um, and it's at 12.57, so it's definitely deep, deep feelings. And, of course, Moon Pluto is, when it's in Capricorn, it's a bit of a harder moon. Then this week we also have uh, the sun going from 19 degrees Scorpio to 27 Scorpio. And he is... Um, Sextiling Pluto, which is happens once a year, but that's kind of an understanding of the power energy. And he appreciates when he's in Scorpio. The sun is sextiling Pluto and he's, Pluto's in Capricorn. He appreciates that transformation. Uh, that's the 11th and the 12th. And then he also is, the sun is sextiling Vesta on the 14th, which is excellent for kind of clearing out your home and hearth. Remember, Vesta and Mercury are still out of bounds, so people's emotional reactions can be a little over the top. And people can sometimes be provocative on purpose. Mercury is in Sag, so it kind of likes to fight. 
it's communicating in a fiery manner, a fiery out of bounds manner. So someone might want to pick a fight with you, and you know if they do, just kind of go, okay, I see you want to fight with me. What do you want to fight with me about again? Uh, maybe this is your thing. You know, if you have an emotional reaction, you're a little out of bounds. Kind of go, ooh, I'm a little out of bounds now. Okay, why am I reacting like this? And go dig it out. Uh, the sun is also semi-square Saturn. Sun wants to teach you something. Saturn wants to teach the sun something. And a lot of times we think we've figured it all out when the sun's in Scorpio. And Saturn's saying, you didn't figure it all out. You've got a, you got some legacy in here. We also have sun in conjunct Eris on the 15th, which is a little bit of an argumentative energy. And then she is the sun is opposite Juno and is um, dancing with Venus in a bit of a blind spot energy on the 17th. So there's going to be some stuff you don't really see about partner, or maybe you do see it about partner on the 17th, and you go, aha. As I mentioned before, Mercury stations to go retrograde on November 16th. Uh, uh, at 13 Sag and Mercury stations Venus stations to go direct on the 16th at 25 Libra and then Venus moves forward she has a parallel to to Uranus and she has an inconjunct to Juno so Venus is not sure she wants to partner right now and she's uh, contra-paralleling Uranus so she's in the mood to break up things so we can anticipate some big relationship breakups this week because this is what that does. And also because Venus has stopped and Mercury has stopped, we're going to feel the energy of them really being paused like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday. So emotions are kind of a little heightened. Um, Mars is busy this week. He goes from 28 Aquarius to 3 Pisces. He hits the nodes of fate on the 14th in a harsh manner. And he asks you to make choices around what you want to grow in the foundation and adjust those and what you want to let go of in terms of where you've been heading. He then has a sextile to Uranus, kind of being set free on November 15th. And right after that, he zips into Pisces and he then does the Pisces thing through the end of uh, December. He also has a square to Jupiter. Uh, at the end of the week, uh, Jupiter's at 2 Sag, Mer- Mars is in Pisces. That's going to happen on the 19th. And that is uh, a little bit over the top, tends to overspend a bit, and also maybe overparty a bit. Now, that weekend, the weekend of the 18th and 19th, the 17th and 18th here in New York, we're having an astrology conference, uh, which you can sign up for if you Google NCGRNYC. And it's a great conference. It's at uh, Source of Life. I'll be speaking on Jupiter. Um, and the other speakers are all really good. It's the annual education conference. And also we, we've sold out uh, 20 slots in the uh, conference in Tuscany. So if you're interested in signing up, please sign up. And, and consider asking for it for a Christmas present. It makes a great Christmas present. And you can bring a trailing spouse if you want um, or a trailing partner. Uh, and also, you know, gather up your astrology buddies and come. We're going to have a great week. Um, it, the group the group that's assembling thus far is really cool. I'm really excited. And you're going to learn a lot of astrology, and you're going to hang out and have great food, get to know wonderful, wonderful people, and it'll be really a fun time. Um, so call. It's on, information on that's on my website. Information for the conference is on the NCGR, National Council for Geocosmic Research, New York website. 
All right, Jupiter this week, uh, semi-sextile to Ceres. Um, that indicates, you know, a desire to change how you take care of yourself. Jupiter is entering a new sign. And when he does that, he kind of lines up a bunch of stuff and he says, you know, I think I should work on this. He's got big plans. He always has big plans in Sag. So you really want to hang out and have a little chat with Jupiter this week. Last week was so busy. So much was changing. And we didn't necessarily have time. But this week, when he's talking nice and hanging out with the moon in Aquarius, and Aquarius is saying to you, what are your hopes and dreams? And Jupiter is saying, you know, yeah, yeah. Now, we do have a new moon next month, which is also a really good time to get to know Jupiter because that's a new moon in the sign he's in. But you want to start talking to him now. Uranus is getting a divorce or a breakup or leaving behind an old relationship, an old nurturing energy, something that took care of you on the 11th. Uh, Neptune is quintile Juno which offers you new energies around partnerships. Vesta is square Eris, kind of an angry, fighty energy. On That's on the 16th. The 16th is going to be a little bit of one of the tougher days of the week. A lot of aspects, a lot of stations, a lot of cranky, cranky. And then Ceres enters Scorpio on November 11th, which is a very pet, which we, you know, is a very passionate energy. And Ceres and Scorpio is a lot about transformation of your nurturing and how you take care of yourself. So it's a great week to come up with a good self-care plan for yourself and for your year ahead or until December of next year when Jupiter gets out of Sag. And remember, the Cancer houses are growing, the Sagittarius houses are growing, the Aries houses are cleaning up stuff, the back end of Aries. And there's a new beginning in the Scorpio house. So kind of think about what you want to do with this. And then as Mars, Mercury, and Venus all shift, the personal planets are all shifting this week in response to all the stuff that shifted last week in the big guys. You know, because the big guys shift, and then we all go, oh, my God, look at, wow, look at, wow, wow, wow. And then we go, all right, I calm down a little. Now what do I want to do, right? So now it's going to be, now what do I want to do? This is the I, what do I want to do week. So go for it. Have a great, great time. Uh, Ann Ortley signing off from the Bright Red Desk. Bye.